What you think, what you think about When you're born into a fire Let them burn, let them burn it out Sell them to the richest buyer Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'll be joined today by my co-host, Aaron. We're doing an interview with Caden Phoenix, who was recently featured on KABC News here in Southern California. Caden created a universe of Latina superheroes. If you're out on the road listening while driving, please later log in to latinasuperheroes.com. If you're able to log in now while you're listening to this podcast, you'll be impressed with what you see. Again, we're talking to Caden Phoenix, creator of latinasuperheroes.com. All music on today's episode is provided by Streambeats. There's going to be a short sponsor message, and then we'll get right to our interview, so please don't go anywhere. Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm here with my co-host, Aaron. How you doing, Aaron? I am great. How are you? I'm. Did I just say how I am? No. I'm I'm here, and it's uh, very warm today, so I have the AC blasting. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, we're, uh, how's, how's your uh, mom doing? It's like 88 degrees outside. It's crazy. Oh, is it? Yeah. And she's uh, okay. She's weathering the, the heat. <laughs> if you're new to our podcast, uh, in past episodes, we've talked about Erin, and how she's helping her family and all kinds of things like that. And also, too, our dedicated website, artworkpodcast.com. Be sure to check that out. We've been talking about NFT art. We've been talking to actors, singers, dancers. Uh, we've been had a belly dancer on the show who's going to revisit with us in the future. So all of all of our past episodes are easy to find, regardless of whatever format you're on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, we're on all of them. Today, uh, we're really excited because we're doing an interview with a, a talented uh, I'm going to say creator for right now, and, mm-hmm. and, and then we'll get to that. But before we get to that, I just want to say that there are 60 million Latino people in the United States. There are many Hispanic groups on the planet, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Salvadorians, Dominicans, Guatemala, Colombia, Ecuador, many more. There are 900 million Hispanics on earth. Anybody wants to correct me, please do so. This is my own research, but I myself half Hispanic with some indigenous mixed in. So in all these countries, if there's a need for a superhero type character, it makes sense that he or she be someone that people can, you know, identify with. Of course, I'm a fan of superhero films because as a kid, comic books and our imagination was our form of entertainment, you know, back in the 60s and 70s. 
along with uh, Saturday morning cartoons. So I personally sketched and drew most of the characters in the comic books at one point or another in the past. It's common for artists to practice by, you know, drawing others' works, but I don't recall Hispanic characters. Recently, I did read about a few, but again, it's not much of an impact in my opinion. So I think it's, I think it's the perfect time to introduce some new characters, some new and fresh ideas uh, to the superhero world. And on that note, I would like to introduce the creator of latinasuperheroes.com, who was just featured on ABC7 News here in Southern California, and her name is Caden Phoenix. Are you Hi. with us? Are you with us, Caden? I am. Thank you so much. And that was a great intro. I very much appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And we're also here with Aaron, our co-host. Yeah. Aaron, say well, hi. Nice to meet you, Caden. There you go. Thank you. Ditto. Yeah, Erin's not in the studio with me today. She's remote. And a lot of times she's here with me. But yeah, you know, I was thinking, Caden, that, uh, you know, this, your um, publications uh, really got me thinking because, you know, Aaron and I were watching Supergirl. And while we we're watching Supergirl, this, there was a, a specific storyline. And during the storyline, they threw in a social message. And I remember complaining, going, that felt like it didn't belong there, you know? Mm. But then I remembered after, after I was studying your, uh, and let me bring it back up here, but your, your various characters like Jalisco and Laquita, I think you have, uh, is it Laquita? Laquita. Laquita yeah. and Santa, is it, hold on, I'm going back. Yeah, Santa, and then there's, uh, is, do you pronounce it Ruka? Is that per- correct? Yeah. Ruka, yeah. and then Bandita is another one. So I was studying all these, and then it just suddenly occurred to me, I went, wait a minute. When the original black and white Superman came out, And we were all kids and we were glued to the TV because here's this guy who can fly and do all these crazy things. Every episode was a social message. Every Mm -hmm. single episode. He would stand there at the end of the episode and these kids would say, gee, Superman. And then he, you know, what happened here or whatever. And he'd say, well, kids in the future, here's what you need to do. And he would tell them how to behave, you know. Uh So it's really interesting. But can I ask, what was your original inspiration to even begin doing this? Well, it's just representation. And my whole thing is equality. And that's just on every level, not just gender or race or anything. Like I just want, I'm an equalist. So I want equality across the board, regardless if it works for me, regardless if it refers to me or not. And so I'm, I come from the film industry, very indie, but film industry writer, director. So as a screenwriter, like, I'm like, what do I want to see on the big screen? And that's literally what I asked myself. If I could have, you know, I'm pretending my, my script was greenlit magically by the people I don't know but you know what would I see what would I want to see and like it was instantly Latino superhero and you know all for your reasons was because we don't have it because I like equality because you know various like very obvious reasons why and I don't even find that yeah of course of course of course that's fine I mean uh, hey let me tell you something you keep showing up on ABC News and you're going to get a phone call and you are going to have a you know feature film and a script and all that stuff yeah you will yeah, that's, uh, I mean, and also too, I love the artwork. The artwork is really nice. So uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. I'm so very fortunate. That's actually the gets the most compliments is first the art and then the colors, which is also the artist, right? The colors is the artist in regards to the colors. And then my penciler and my anchor do the first two parts. Um, So I'm very, very fortunate. I can't draw to save my life. My, my artist can. And so I went through Instagram. I went through Twitter, like just different tweets. And like, I went through everyone's portfolios that, you know, that applied. It was one of the artists put like Latina writer looking for Latina artist for Latina superhero. And I got like 80 replies, you know? And so I just, I literally went through every single one of them, wow. you know, and you go through, you go through, you write them some replies, some don't X, Y, Z. 
Um, and I got really fortunate. I got Eva Cabrera. She's the one that did Santa and Loquita. Uh-huh. And she is GLAD nominated and Eiser nominated. She's working on the Archie comics and Kim and Kim. Like she does, um, she does everything. So oh, she's, wow. I got very, very fortunate. Oh, that's and then amazing. Amanda, thank you. And then Amanda Jelena Gonzalez is newer. Uh, she comes from animation background and she's here. She's from Albuquerque, but she's an L- she's LA based. And so she did Jalisco and she's working on Druka, which is the next one coming oh, out. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, that is. That is amazing. For everyone listening, we're talking to to Caden Phoenix, creator of latinasuperheroes.com. I highly recommend that you, while listening to this podcast, if you're able to, log into latinasuperheroes.com and take a look at these characters. You know, the um, what I really like about it is I, I, I've told people, you know, for years now that because I'm I myself and Aaron as well, we're all entertainment industry people, but I've told people for years now that, you know, there are two kinds of movies, good movies and bad movies. And, you know, <laughs> And when you watch a film, you know, I went up to an actor one time, well-known actor, and I said, you know, the best thing about what you did in that film was that while I was watching you, I forgot I was watching a film. And I got so caught up in the character. And the guy said, that's the best compliment I've ever been given, you know. Yeah. And um, and that's what kind of happens when you look at this this series that you created, because you're not thinking about the artwork is so well done that you and you know what I mean? It, it pulls you in and you're caught up in it. it it's that kind of a thing. So uh, it's, it's really kind of a, in my opinion, it's got a really universal appeal to as far as the look of it. I think a lot of people are going to look at this and go, yeah, I really like this. It's, in, you know, it's. Yeah, yeah. I. I- I like the way you've put everything together. Each part has its own unique entity, you know, uh, yeah. uniqueness. It seems like you put a lot of work into everything, all of it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I learned, you know, you learn it on, you, you know, on the way, you know, I, I throw myself in the end of the pool all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Holly School was my first comic. I don't come back. I don't come from comics like at all or ever. Now I can say I do. Right. But you know, I'm, I'm film. So it was like, okay, research comic, research graphic novel, research what, how to make a comic. You know, I had to learn the all artists, which I can name off now, you know, pencil, ink, ink, color, letterist, you know, and then I'm also just the editor, you know, but it's just, you go back and forth, but you learn and everyone learns with you or they tell you, you know, as well, the ones that have done the comics before. And so it just keeps getting better and better. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. So, uh, and then as far as your history in, you, you mentioned entertainment industry, what types of things were you working on? Uh, I started off doing horror just because, not because I like it, because I actually don't like horror, nor do I watch it. Really? But no, I don't, I don't mind it. I can watch it. I, I don't get grossed out. My dad gets really grossed out. Like he can't see blood, but my mom's the opposite. And she can, mm. she used to be um, a surgical technician. So I grew up looking oh, wow. at a lot of blood because wow. she showed me things. Like she showed me videos. And so, so I like, guess this- I- so I guess this is the part where, where you get to say, this is how you were, this is some of your influence <laughs> from, your, yeah. from your family. Hmm. Definitely. Like all my stuff is dark. It's also cause I'm Chicana, you know, like we are very close to death cause we celebrate death, but it, you know, oh, interesting, so- interesting. So it's a nice balance. Um, but also it's like, I don't, I don't mind blood. Like I'm not a, as extreme as Tarantino, but I don't not as say wimpy as my father. And I just want you to know, Caden, you're the first person on this podcast to say, I don't mind blood. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you know, you'll get a kick out of this too. Aaron, Aaron, our co-host here, when she was a little girl, her dad took her to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> so, you know, I was immune after that. There you go. I was, I was, I was shocked by that film as a, you know, young person. And I mean, she was a little girl. I was just, I was five. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It does explain a lot of things that are happening with her these days. I will say that. Oh, thanks a lot. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. Thank you. I think. Yeah. Well, but uh, so Caden, the, uh, (laughs) I can't believe you said that. 
these are the jokes okay yeah i'm laughing can yeah, you tell so caden um as far as the future i mean in my opinion this is really perfect for television production film production oh. that type of thing are you very timely yeah very have you been timely. have you been discussing that or is that are you still really focused on this particular uh, project and building or, or what's going on there I have both going simultaneously. So when Jalisco came out, which was September of 2019, um, you know, obviously 2020 was a wash, but September 2019, Jalisco came out. I was at LA Comic Con and WME found me and they gave me their card and they wanted to represent Jalisco because they're ahead, obviously, of everything, but they, they wanted to represent Jalisco under literary. I ended up not signing with them, but like it was just even like, I had literally one book, you know, very, very starting off, you know, yeah. and they already found me. Netflix, I came in, I went into Netflix twice already. I went into WB twice already. I went into DTV, uh, Disney as uh -huh. well, even though my people kill people. So I'm not Disney, but like it's, <laughs> yeah. but it's very fortunate. You know, it's in, I'm very grateful that they came in and they talked to me, you know, and they're still talking that to we me. know of, by the way. Well, <laughs> you know, Caden, my, uh, my 20 year old son, um, I turned on WandaVision yeah. and he, saw me watching it and he kind of watched for a minute he went can you back this up to the beginning and yeah. i did and then he won't let he wouldn't let me watch it unless he was watching it with me because you have to wait for me so because he's working and doing stuff but yeah. so we watched the whole series of uh of that program or whatever mm -hmm. and you know so uh, i was watching all these you know there's a lot of stuff on there where it's pretty violent but um <laughs> But uh, yeah, and the, when I was a kid, you know, it was old yeller and, and you know, Disney was very, very different. And you sat in front of the TV on Sunday night at, a, I think it was 8.30. And if you missed it, you had to wait till next week because we didn't have a VCR or any of that technology, you know, so... Uh, yeah. So Disney has radically changed, but, you know, I am very excited about what you're doing and this uh, series. And so, you know, that's why I was excited to have you on and really talk about this, because again, I think this is the perfect time. And I think because to be perfectly honest with you, there are a lot of people out there that are like, you know, it's not that they're burned out on superhero movies. It's just that mm -hmm. can you introduce something new and different and not just make it all kind of linear? You know, it all feels like it's created by, you know, the same people. And I mean, whether you watch, I mean, it really doesn't matter. It, Again, they're great films, and I'm a fan of them. I even took Erin one time uh, against her will to see Iron uh, to see Iron Man, and at the end of Iron Man, she went, "You know, I kind of like that, like that." So, so the films are well made, and then she's a good judge because she's been in the entertainment industry for you know she's third generation. But um, but again, that's what I'm hoping for with what you're doing. I really think it's something that needs to happen. But what about uh, how 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 much effort goes into when you create a new character, how much uh, effort and work and time goes into just creating one new character? Well, for me, for the Latino superhero universe, I thought of all five at the same time because oh, they yeah. have to be distinct wow. within each other. Like that would be different heritages, right? So like you're saying, Chicana, um, Boricua Cubana, I have my Dominican, I have my first generation Latina, even mm. though that's not heritage, but it's still important. You know, and so in my and so I have very distinct heritages and that's what I was thinking of one. And then two is what makes them bounce off each other. So they're very, you know, like my gunslinger obviously is her own little world. And she literally is in her own world, even though <laughs> we're in modern day New York. And then I have right. my golf girl and that's Loquita. You know, so everyone is very, obviously my, my Mexicana, my Mexican, she dances Locorico. She's very cultural because that oh. is her cultural dance. You know, my Chicana, you know, I, that's our stereotype. I was that I'm a Chola and I'm not a Chola because she's East LA. And there's so many people right. that ask me, do I have tattoos? Do I wear 
hoop earrings and all these really dumb things. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wow. you apparently have not looked at my face. You know, yeah. you're like, I'm not any of that stuff. I appreciate it, but that's not me personally. And right. so that would have so, never occurred to me to ask, ask you something like that. That's amazing. I can't believe you. people would ask you that. Jeez. Yeah. So. I have a question. Can I ask yeah. uh, I have a question. Did the, the publishing process, mm-hmm. can you speak a little bit more on that and, and the challenges, uh, whether, it, you know, whether some parts of aspects of that are smooth and some of some aspects are challenging. Can you speak a little on that? I like it. It's learning. Like for me, I'm just learning as I go, you know, and like, I'm highly adaptable so I can pivot, you know, like if I mess up, I can, I'll go back, you know, you take a little step back, but then you go forward. And nice. so awesome. I, Thank you. I originally um, applied to, I believe, IDW. There's one that's creator owned and you can submit. All the other ones say, no, you, no, you can't submit like Dark Horse and obviously DC and Marvel, you cannot submit. But yeah. one Ooh. of them I did for Jalisco and then literally the next day they said no. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll do it myself. Like that was my, my turning point. Like, okay, you're good you know. for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. But Publish yourself. Really- don't, don't rely on, on others. Yeah. Yeah. It was good really for smart. you. Because I own all IP, you know, like saying that I did not know better back then, but like, you know, the next step forward is like, great, I own everything. And I, and like, if I get into contracts, I don't need the publishing house or the publishing exactly. company to there take care so, of You know, there are so many stories of artists, uh, and it could be anybody from Sylvester Stallone to you name it when they were starting out. And they said, this is the way I want to do this. And the studios and everybody said no. And they, and they said no to the tune of like 20 times or whatever. And yeah. then finally somebody saw the spark there and they went, wait a minute. And they gave the person a chance and guess what happens it turns into a huge success you know so so I mean this is one of those things where you know somebody in the future is going to go oh man we should (laughs) we should have signed her you know Mm -hmm. so uh because uh, they're going to miss out in my opinion but and and also too what's interesting to me is you have this really dynamic thing that you've created and you're such a relaxed calm person (laughs) so (laughs) so, yeah that's really really fascinating well that's Um, because it it came from her heart it came from the yeah yeah I mean, it, it's just interesting to me. You know, I'm, you know how I am, Aaron. I'm, I'm always like, well, that's interesting. You know, um, I'm, a, I'm a weird, <laughs> Mr. I'm a weird, Taurus. I'm, you, I'm a weird. Dan person. is a Taurus. I'm an Aquarian. He's, he's, uh, he's fixed. I'm not. There you go. <laughs> I'm a free I, radical. I tell <laughs> people, what's that? I was like, I'm Gemini. So I'm either extreme. I'm extremely boring or extremely like entertaining. Those are my only two that you're going to get. So you got oh, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Luckily so far, you've not been extremely boring. Um, <laughs> And I tell people, Aaron's a water sign. I'm an earth sign. Together we make mud. So um, that, That's nice, except I'm air. I'm and, floating. And, and I also tell them I have a bad moon rising. <laughs> I have issues. That's good, honey. I have issues. So, Caden, what, what, is there anything that you would like to say or, or, or comments you'd like to make, you know, to, to your audience and then your potential audience? Um, I'm, I'm just thankful, honestly, for everything. I mean, it's going, I'm in my head, I run a lot faster than say the world, kind of like you were saying, like uh, we're on the third, really on the fourth, fifth and sixth book are going. So Ruka Bandita and Ala Brava, which is the team one is being worked on right now. And mm-hmm. then my next universe is Latina princesses. So Mexica, I just hired my artist for that one, my first artist, the penciler. So we're on concepts for that one. And so for me, I'm on, technically I'm, I owe, I owe lots of writing because I'm also still the writer on some of them, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm writing out um, the next Latina princess, which is Latina in space. And I'd have no idea what it's about but i just want to throw a latina in space because it sounds fun for me i was just gonna say oh my god i think you just read my mind i was i was just gonna say you know how everybody talks about aliens nowadays well now we need to have a latina alien from space (laughs) yeah a minute aaron hang on a second did you just say latina (laughs) did you just say latina alien from space yeah why not 
yeah, why not? You got it. I agree with the why not. That is literally what I say at all times. Like, why not have a universe? Why not have five? Why not have a universe of princesses, right? Like, there you go. I'm just trying to figure it out because the Latina would be from Earth, correct? <laughs> not necessarily. That's so we correct. have Hispanics. There could Sp- be there could be Latinas from throughout the entire universe. That's okay. right, a parallel universe. Either I, I want okay. it with you. Okay, there you go. That works. Okay, because you got a Mexico in the parallel universe. Now I get it. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah but you know, there might have been a universe that actually created the Mexico. See, so you know, it just depends on where things came from and and the timelines and the and time travel and and like Aaron, you know, you can have all kinds of stuff. Aaron. Remember what? that remember that Mexican dinner I bought you and your mom a couple days ago? Yeah. That was really awesome. If that place is not in the alternate universe, I don't want to go there. <laughs> right. We had the best food the other day. It was so good. Oh my God. It was yeah. really good. Caden, are you into cooking at all? No, I purposely do not cook. You don't cook? <laughs> wow. No, I don't cook. That's interesting. Oh, I bur- hey, Caden, yeah. I burn toast. Oh. There you go. I can cook cereal. I'll cook cereal for you. Oh, there, there you go. go. <laughs> yes. much I will you know do what? I, like I, I can make a mean peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So, you know, maybe we can have, we go ha- hang out, you know? Wow. <laughs> what, uh, Caden, what other art forms, if any, are you involved in? Art forms, that's it. I'm just media and I am film industry only. Okay. Um, but the same thing, they combine, you know, like comics are just stills. Whereas obviously movie is moving stills put together. Sure. Right. So that's kind of the way I break it down and that's how I understand it. Yeah. A lot of creative people, you know, they do multiple things. So I always ask, you know, cause I was, uh, I'm too fragmented. Cause I mean, I'm like drawing, creating art and then uh, playing the guitar and, you know, I mean, all these creative yeah. things. And sometimes it's, it's, you fragment yourself. And then, uh, so I'm, I'm really trying to focus right now. I've been working on a drawing. I don't know if I told you or not, but another reason I was so interested in what you're doing is because just as an example, I have a picture of my dad from the 19. 19- 50s I think it is and he's sitting at a a drafting table which was his the place where he drew his uh, cartoons Mm -hmm. and he is his entire the entire wall I'll see if I can find it send it to you the whole wall around him is sketches and things that he created and it's this really crazy looking image you just have to see it but he was the last uh, artist to hand draw ads for uh, a major newspaper in the south you know before computers and so uh, yeah so I have so again I I there's more to it for me personally when I look at your work because of my history, you know? Yeah. So uh, my, my, when I was a kid, you know, my dad said, because uh, I, I was asking him questions, you know, like, what is that? And he said, that's crosshat shading and this is this. And he would tell me all these things. So I just got out the newspaper one day, opened it up. I saw Charlie Brown. Kids picked on me in school. Um, that's a whole nother story, but it has to do with me being in a white school and being a little brown kid. And I just started drawing Charlie Brown because Charlie Brown, when he went out for Halloween, everybody got candy apples and candy and he got a rock. And <laughs> he was always being picked on. And I was like, I identify with this. So I would draw Charlie. To this day, I can just sit down and draw Charlie Brown. No problem. But um, uh, yeah, so I went to school in Houston, uh, Texas back in the 60s and 70s. And, you know, it was a different time back then. And if you didn't fit the mold you know people said to me when they looked at my class picture which one are you and I said just look for the dark spot (laughs) you know because (laughs) because the kids last names I mean they were all German last names and that kind of stuff so it was uh and there were some real ugly incidents that happened you know and and it uh, did have an impact on my future you know so uh so again yeah are you saying 
are you saying, Dan, that um, creativity and art is almost like kind of like a healing aspect of, of life, kind of uh, art sort of? Um, I think uh, people who have, gaps. I, I think people who have been, whatever you want to call it, picked on or bullied or whatever, uh, you, you end up really becoming extremely angry. That's the truth. You get really, really angry, and then you burst out with that anger. And so how that manifests itself is different for everybody. But when it, and then you grow up, you know, so you, you evolve, but <clears throat> so looking back on it, I, the, the biggest, the, the memory that I have that really sticks out is when I was getting beat up by a bunch of kids and this white blonde haired kid, blue eyes reached in, grabbed me, pulled me out and said, leave him alone. And he walked me away and told them all to get away from me. Oh, and oh. that's the the strongest memory I have. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, Texas has its own world. I used to go there. My dad used to live in El Paso. So I, I kind of, I'm not necessarily fond of it, but fond of it in certain things, of course. The people I don't mind, obviously, because El Paso is not Houston, but like, you know, the history of it, like the Texas Rangers, actual Rangers, not the baseball group, right. they were created just to kill the Mexicans, oh my right? God. The indigenous, oh. because they're like, oh, we want this land, even though technically it's still, it's Texas at that time. But then did I still live there? So the Rangers literally just killed people and gave the land to, you know, the next white person. Wow. wow. So that's the diff. That's the Rangers. So like that's Texas. Like, you know, that's the history of Texas. Besides, what I yeah, about. yeah. I mean, I have to tell you though, uh, when I talk to people now, they're it, the state and the city uh, where I'm from. It's very, very different. And my, uh, I have relatives still there, and they, they, you know, uh, told me about how how it's changed so radically. So it's much better today. But, but you know, things were still mankind going... is evolving, isn't it? You know, I get that feeling. <laughs> oh yeah, Hopefully. of course, of course. Um, but, yeah. but you know, I, I was telling somebody today. You know, there was a uh, myself. I guess I shouldn't. I don't know if I should say people's names or not. But there was just a couple of uh, kids with Hispanic names in the school. One of them happened to be a kid who, and, and try to imagine the period of time this was, he, he would come to school with earrings on, none of the boys had earrings on, and then one day came to school with lipstick on, and then one day eye makeup, and it evolved over the years to where one day he just showed up in a dress. Now, in, at that time, there, there was no politically correct anything. You were, you were going to get hurt, you know? But the thing that I remember is he had friends, people left him alone. And it was interesting to me that uh, certain, you know, I got picked on and, and there were two black kids in the school. They got seriously picked on. But this, this particular person, I remember him not having a problem, always being happy at friends and everything. And it was, and we were talking about that today. And I was like, that's really fascinating to me and really interesting, you know? You want to so, hear something weird? Growing up in Hollywood, I went to Selma Avenue Elementary School and I went to Hollywood High. I actually went to Pacoima Junior high theater fine arts magnet and then i went to the theater fine arts magnet over at hollywood high when i was in elementary school and junior high school i was in predominantly uh a latin or latin school latin surrounding right, right, and right. i had the shit beaten out of me for years so mm -hmm. i was the little white spot <laughs> so i had oh. the opposite of you dan so it's funny it, not it's not funny i mean it's it's just weird where we all come from but what doesn't hurt, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And, and we, we, we survive it mentally and we learn how to channel it, channel those emotions and thoughts into like creativity. Cause like I've been in the film industry uh, behind the scenes for almost 30 years now. And uh, of course, and then my parents and then my grandparents film industry and being around, when you get around creative people, 
none of that stuff matters. Yeah. None of that. That's you know? true. It doesn't matter anyway, but it's just all of that goes away when art, art and creativity is. That's a really good point because musicians, artists, actors, I mean, for years, I mean, they've, they've, they've always thought of society in a way to go, why are people like that? In other words, just leave everybody alone and, you know, celebrate whatever the person's difference is. Why do you, why, it doesn't make sense to me. Why would you pick on a person? Why not celebrate and go, well, I want to learn about your culture. I want to learn about your yeah. you know, way of living. And, and it's just fascinating to me. I've exactly. never, I don't look at people and go, that's weird. What's wrong with you? Because you live that way. It's like, oh, it's interesting that you live that way. What, what inspired this? You know, what's your history? Right. I want to know about it. I, I would love to keep talking to Caden Phoenix for a long time, but we are out of time, to, you know, unfortunately. But um, Aaron, do you have any final words for the audience? I want to hear more from Caden. Oh, thank you. Well, I, I have a feeling she's going to become a huge success and, she'll, and I'm going to invite her back on the show. Hopefully she won't be like, I'm too good for your show. But, uh, <laughs> Listen, Taurus. Yeah, Taurus from Houston. No, it's, you're fine. I will absolutely come back whenever you invite me. Oh, I'm, I, I'm kidding. I am so excited for you, Caden. I'm so okay. excited. Caden, do you have any final words for our audience? Uh, the rising tide lifts all boats. And that's what I'm all about. I, I, like I said at the beginning, I'm saying it again, I'm all for equality. I'm an equalist. I say feminist as well, but equalist across the board. So whether it relates to me or not, I will always fight. And that is a reason why I do have the superheroes, as well as the princesses and other universes in the future as well. The rising tide lifts the boat. That's pretty good. I like that. That's all awesome. Boats. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. We are out of time, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, again, this is Art Talk Podcast. Check out our dedicated website at artworkpodcast.com. Uh, excuse me. I am Dan Twyman and our co-host is Aaron Franklin. And we've been talking to Caden Phoenix. I'll put a link in the description. You'll go to her website. Check it out. It's awesome. And uh, we hope to have her back again in the future. So that's it for now. We will see you guys later. Awesome. Listen up, listen up now Because we're never dropping now